Mark Zuckerberg said, the biggest risk is not taking any risk. In a world that's changing really quickly, the only strategy that is guaranteed to fail is not taking risks. Optimization to me is being able to learn from our mistakes, our failures and shortcomings and change the process so that we can improve and ultimately experience our full potential. In this episode, Kara explains how she has optimized her life. She now helps her individuals be energized and excited about their lives through optimization programs and coaching. She is a certified Kundalini yoga instructor, a Reiki master, Teta healing practitioner, and soul realignment practitioner. Welcome, Kara. Nicole Batar, am I pronouncing that right? Mm-hmm. Welcome. Um, Kara, you, one of your missions in life is uh, to create a state where one is in abundance, one has success, creative fulfillment, excitement, energy, and joy. Um, you an- essentially want to optimize your life. So today we're going to be talking about that. Do you want to just introduce your, uh, yourself a little bit and tell us a little, about, a little bit about this mission? Yeah, of course. So I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, and yeah, so I, I used to be an attorney. And what I now do is I help people to live the like the highest, healthiest, most successful versions of themselves. And what I really mean by that is I help people to tap into and live from their fundamental nature. So living from the gifts and talents that they innately have and tapping into the joy that they innately are, tapping into the abundance that they innately are, tapping into the creativity that they innately are. And so um, we, we have this kind of, um, kind of like in our, in this experience, we kind of have this thing like life is stressful. It's overwhelming. Um, We watch our bodies deteriorate. Uh, Mm. We live in states of disease. Um, Life can feel monotonous. It's hard work. It's about sacrifice. It can be a grind. Like we have all these things and then it's like, and then, and then you have moments of joy here and there. Right. And you should be happy with that because that's what life is. Yeah. That's life. Yeah. That's life. And what I have discovered through my own journey and through my own research and experimentation and trainings that I've taken, all the things that I've done, I have discovered that while we treat that as normal life, it's not normal. It's not who we are. It's been normalized, certainly, but it is not who we are. It is not our fundamental nature. And we can have such a vastly different experience. And so... That is what I help people to have. That's what I now do. Yeah. And I do that through my programs and I do it through uh, teaching Kundalini Yoga. Yeah. And we'll get into that in a little <laughs> bit. But the, the way you got into this, you were working uh, in a prestigious law firm. You uh, you mentioned earlier as well, you, um, you know, uh, got through school with great grades. Um, you were on your way to be a very su- successful lawyer. And then all of a sudden you were like, I'm unhappy. I don't like this. This isn't for me. What made you kind of have that change? Yeah. So I, I planned my whole life. Well, not my, my, since fifth grade, I planned since fifth grade to be an attorney. And so I, I committed to that and I worked really hard to that end. Um, Graduating 
um, highest honors in high school, summa cum laude in college, publishing in a law journal as an undergraduate in college. I went on to Duke Law on an academic scholarship. I wow. published while I was there. Yeah. Um, and then I was recruited by and I did work for one of the largest law firms in the Southeast doing high stakes corporate litigation. And I also did a lot yeah. of pro bono work for victims of domestic violence. And I was eventually named leader of that project. So, and I made a lot of money. Um, I had a beautiful home. Yeah. Um, had it all. I had it all. I really yeah. did. If you were to look at my life on paper, you'd be like, wow, you have it all. And you accomplished everything you set out to accomplish. And it was just such an interesting experience because it's like, okay, now I'm here. I have everything. And I was deeply unhappy, Yeah, deeply unhappy, deeply unfulfilled, even though I was like doing this very significant legal work and doing this, you know, all this pro bono work for these, um, for these women who were so appreciative of what I was doing. It was like, yeah. I felt this like, like numbness, this yeah. emptiness. But they still appreciated you. Like you still got a lot of appreciation out of the people that you were working for and helping out. But for you, you weren't fulfilled. I wasn't. I wasn't. And I, it was confusing. And I blamed myself. I was like, I should be happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I should, I should be so happy. Like I, have, I have it all. Yeah. I have yeah. it all. And I had everything that like, Everybody and I felt like society told me was going to make me happy. Yeah. And, and so it took me years and I just kept trying to make this job work, like trying to make myself happy in it. And, you know, and it's, it was like nothing I did changed how I felt. And so eventually I made the decision to leave that job and yeah. Like I said, it took me years. And was, was um, that a hard decision? Like when you talk about optimizing your life, you kind of you have to get rid of all the things that kind of weigh you down. But I can imagine getting rid of your job is, you know, that's like the hardest thing to get rid of. It pays your bills. You know, how are you mm -hmm. going to live? No, it was it was like the scariest thing I've ever done um, yeah. because the thing that I did was and I don't know if anybody at the, at the firm I worked for has ever done this, which is I left without a plan. And so mm. like, I could have just left that job and gone to another one, right? Like I had a great resume, right? The firm was well-connected. They would have helped me get another job if I oh. wanted them to, but it was like, there was this, again, I didn't have this great mental clarity, right? I didn't. Cause I'm like, Oh my goodness, I'm super unhappy. And I shouldn't be, but it was like the job. It was like, the biggest thing in my life. And it was high stress. It was high pressure. It certainly was. And so yeah. there was this part of me that was like, this is the biggest thing in my life. Something has to give, something has to change. Yeah. I think this is the thing that needs to give and needs, yeah. needs to change. Um, but there was also this thing in me that was like, if I just go to a different job, it's going to be different faces, different places, but I'm going to feel the same mm, right and so I so did what a, happened what happened yeah you you left and yeah <laughs> yeah I I so after I left I yeah. two things happened that I was not expecting okay so the first was I realized my health was really not good and so I had really tried to take really good care of myself while I was working 
I got up at 4 a.m. every morning. I did yoga. I made my lunches so I'd have healthy food to eat. Like I did all this stuff. But it was like when that stress went away and Mm -hmm. it was like when that adrenaline went away, I saw the actual state of my body. And I had probably been operating on adrenaline for most of my life. It wasn't like I was like operating from a place of I'm passionate about life. Yeah. And I'm energized by life. I was operating from a place of, oh my goodness, of all these things I have to do. <laughs> that, that's that's insane. Uh, it's like it's crazy. So the, the minute mm-hmm. you slowed down, the minute you 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 know you you quit, you realized how like burnt out you were essentially. It was like I my body showed me so clearly the state it was actually wow. in. Like I wow. ached everywhere. I I actually felt so terrible. It was like I went from the state of operating at this super high level like doing all of this stuff at one time you know I went to the state of feeling like I couldn't even drive somewhere I mean it was really profound and then the other thing that happened was you would think like having done all of the things that I had done right that that would it was like even though I wasn't currently doing them it's like I had done them and I left of my own free will. Like I left as by choice. Yeah. Um, and you'd think that would give me some level of worth and value. But when that job went away, it was like every shred of worth and value that I thought I had, it just went right with it. And so, so it's almost like your identity. It was, it was yeah, taken away. Absolutely. It was. Mm-hmm. And I just felt terrible about myself. I mean, like, so terrible like I am nothing and so that's the state I found myself in after I left this job and so I made the decision I'm going to give everything I have all my time all my effort all my energy all of my resources everything to finding answers like to finding like can I heal my body can I um feel differently about myself and about life and so that's what I did. And and what happened? So I know, you know, going on to the Kundalini Yoga. Um, mm-hmm. And like, so how did you find that? And was that something that kind of helped you, you know, get to where you are now? It, it, it certainly was. It was a turning point for me. So I, what happened was for a year and a half, that's what I did. I, a year and a half, I like researched, I read, I experimented, I trained in different modalities I became certified in different modalities I practiced like different modalities like in a clinic to see like is this working like what's happening you know and um so after doing that for a year and a half I found myself in a worse state of health and yeah it was pretty surprising and I also it was like why is that why 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 yeah so that's an interesting question. Um, I don't have this, like, I don't have a perfect answer for it, but here's the thing. I was doing all of these things that other people were saying were going to help me and benefit me. Like I did all these cleanses. I did like, I bought, I bought a sauna. I did floats. I did like all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm doing all these things that other people have said, you know, these things work and they're going to benefit you too. Right. The issue with that is, is that, so you're a unique being, like I'm a unique being, you're a unique being. And so, yes, there are these things. Yes, they do work for some people, 
they don't work for everybody. And so I learned like the key is me understanding what is the thing for me. And that was not something that I was doing. Instead, I was like, well, the research says this, or these people say this, so it must, it must work. And then when it didn't work for me, it was so like disheartening and disappointing. Yeah. How could this work for me? And it worked for these other people. And yeah. we really are unique. And right now we live in this like sea of information. I mean, there is just massive amount of information available to us. Yeah, there's a million and one ways to do the same thing. There's a million. And, and it's just, and it's like, and then we've got all these experts saying, this is the thing, this is yeah. the thing. But the problem is, even if you look at the experts, the experts don't even agree. Like you'll have, if you want to find an expert that says this diet is good, you can just as easily find an expert that says, no, it isn't. Right. You're, and they yeah, all have their studies. So yeah. And so the, 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 we live in the, what's in the yogic sciences called the Aquarian age. It's also called the technological age, but we live in this age where we're just given massive amounts of information, massive amounts of options, massive amounts of choices. And so how do we navigate that? How, how do we know what is the thing that's for us? To optimize our lives as well. Like, you know, what, cause, cause you could dive into each of those uh, mm -hmm. questions and, you know, what's, you know, and, and find out what, but like some of it, you have to ask yourself, like, is this really like for me, for my life? Yeah, it, it's so true. And so, to, and then, so it's like, so it's like, we've got to know what is the thing for us. Well, it's like, well, how do we know what is the thing for us? We have to be in tune with ourselves, which I totally wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't at all. I wasn't in tune with myself. I was, I was my whole life. I had focused on all of these things outside of me. What do other people say is the valuable thing to do, right? Yeah. And so I was, I didn't even realize that there was something to be in tune with. I didn't. Right. It was just like, you know, you choose a path based upon this kind of like, this is what people say is a good thing and this is how you they accomplish it. And so, you know, it's like I didn't treat myself or understand myself as this unique being that held within me this great knowing and that right. I knew the path for me and I knew the things for me. Um, and and that, so, yeah. Sorry, continue. Yeah, and so when I'm kind of, when I'm kind of trying all these different things, like I'm trying all these things based on what all of these other people are saying not being tapped into well yeah. is this the thing for me right. and so I believe that's how I found myself in that worst state of health and mm. also too I started to it's like I, I just kept feeling worse and worse and worse right because it was like when I was in my job there was this part of me that was like, if I leave this job, there is nothing else for me. <laughs> but there was this other little shred of hope. Like, but if I, if I were to try something different, like I could have a different experience, right? Yeah. And so in that year and a half, it's like, okay, now I've tried all these different things. And here I am. Nothing and so my cool. life isn't better. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, you kind of bet on yourself saying, I'm going to do this and it has mm -hmm. to get better because I'm not happy right now. But then you yeah. did it and you're, you know, you still haven't found yourself. And then, yeah. and then to ask, I mean, then is that how you found the Kundala Kundalini? Kundalini? Yeah. Kundalini. <laughs> it, it was. So at the year and a half mark, I was like, 
I can, it was the darkest moments of my life. And I just thought what I'm searching for doesn't exist. And I considered going back to practicing law, but I, there was this thing in me that was like, keep going. And one day I turned on a Kundalini yoga class. I did not know what Kundalini yoga was. I had never even heard of it. And I did the class. The class seemed really, quite frankly, odd to me. I was like, oh, what am I doing right now? (laughs) Like, is this (laughs) what my life is? But after that class, I, I felt different. I felt different. And so I... I kept taking classes and the more I took them, the better I felt. And it was like the aches and pains in my body started to going, started going away. Um, Some health issues I had since I was a child started to go away. Um, And I guess that has a lot, a lot of it to do, obviously a lot of it to do with the yoga, but would you mm -hmm. say as well that a lot of it had to do with doing something that you just really enjoy so, so that's a really good question. I, I do think like for me, like Kundalini yoga was for me. It really was. Right. Um, at the same time, this is a practice that, so it spoke to me for sure. Um, and it's also an effective practice. So I think like, you know, there was, there was both of those aspects. I mean, it, so many people have in fact benefited from it, but but yes, it was a thing that did, it did speak to me yeah. and it spoke to me too in the sense that, so what Kundalini Yoga is ultimately about, it's about you tapping into you. It's about you knowing you. There's this tremendous depth to the practice. And so that was what I was ultimately seeking. I didn't know at the time that's what I was seeking, but that was what I was seeking. And so... Yeah it tapped me into, so it's like, it was helping my physical body, which is critical. Like we're in physical bodies. So if you want to have a different experience, your physical body has to come with you. So like your nervous system, like my nervous system needed to be balanced and calibrated to feeling good. Yeah. (laughs) And it wasn't before. Um, You have to have have energy. You have to, mm -hmm. as like, I I know for me personally, what like if I sleep good and I, and the next day I'm feeling good, I'm just like, a different person i had like my vibrations are a lot higher whereas if i had have a poor night's sleep or whatever the next day is just you know a bit of a struggle to be quite honest yeah for sure yeah. and something too like with that i really did not understand before i did kundalini yoga was that i did not understand the importance of my nervous system um so like People think like, I need to have a strong nervous system to handle things that are challenging, which isn't untrue. But quite frankly, we're very used to that. We're very used to handling things that don't feel good. We're very used to handling like pain and hardship and hard work. Sometimes a little bit of that can actually be good for us as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, But what I was, what my nervous system was not used to and what many people's nervous systems is not used to. Yeah is feeling good and Mm -hmm. like feeling actually really good. And, and so it was like, I needed that nervous system. I needed my nervous system to come with me in a sense. It's like, I wanted to feel good. I wanted 
life to feel so different to me. I want to be excited by it. I want to be interested and intrigued and curious and passionate about it. But my nervous system was like, it literally was like, it, it couldn't handle that. It did not, it, it wasn't calibrated to that. And Kundalini yeah. Yoga brought it to that place. Um, yeah. But it and did even. No, and, did, and sorry, go on. Go ahead. It did so much more than that though, too. Yeah. Like it, when I, as I started to feel clear-minded, I started to feel really energized. I started to feel really inspired. Optimization coaching. So you also do that. Um, do you want to tell us what that is and also what you, because you, you have optimization programs. Uh, do you mm -hmm. want to tell us a little bit about that as well? Yeah. So these are really what came out of all of these years of me trying to figure things out for myself. And what I eventually realized is, oh my goodness, we can have such a different experience of this life and I can have such a different experience. And I did, I went on to transform all of the areas of my life. It's almost like I've lived two lifetimes in one life. And so wow. once I realized this and part of it really came from the practice of Kundalini yoga, it's like, it gave me such clarity. I was able to look back and see like, why all the things I had tried before didn't work. And then it became very clear to me, oh, what does work? What does actually move the dial? What does create change and transformation in a person's life? And what is required for that? And so yeah, that's what these programs really came out of. And what it really is, is it, the programs are deep dive into you. Because what I, what I came to discover was, if we want to have this experience that feels so good to us, right. Yeah. That, that really, um, that we're really passionate about that we're, you know, interested in where we do feel fulfilled. It takes us understanding who we are and how we yeah. function. And, and it's something that most people be like, Oh, I know who I am and I know how I function. And I would say, if you're living in these States that don't feel good, of yeah. stress of overwhelm, you actually have misunderstandings about who you are and how you function. I'm very passionate about uh, optimization um, efficiency because I feel like if we can make, it's like you said about being stressed, like certain areas of your life can cause you stress. But if we can, uh, you know, eliminate or decrease the amount of times we spend on things we don't enjoy doing, and then in turn, we can increase the, the amount of time on things we enjoy doing. Um, that will automatically make our lives a little bit better. So I'm, I'm like, I'm very passionate about optimization generally and just, you know, becoming a better person in terms of, you know, so I think, doing more things you enjoy. So this is an excellent point that you made. And so the thing is this, when we are operating from a place of our unique gifts and talents, from a place of who we are, that feels good to us. It's when we're operating from these places, like when it feels like stress and hard work, like we're trying to like push something into existence, right? Which is yeah. like what I did my whole life. Yeah. That's actually us not being who we are. And so the interesting thing is, is though when we step into those things that really feel good to us, we're really stepping into our gifts and talents and yeah. our unique creative expressions in the world. But the other thing that's happening is 
we are stepping into abundance because energetically, when we're utilizing our gifts and talents and like we're in that space, that's actually how we receive energy. Yeah. And so it's like when we're, when we're operating from that place, we're like, we're actually being energized by what we're doing instead of being depleted by it. And so that's the place uh-huh. that we step into our true abundance. And like, you know, when I was an attorney, I had a lot of money, but I promise you, I was not in a state of abundance because it was like, yeah. I just depleted myself so hardcore for that money. It's like, when you look at it in that way, it's like, well, I've majorly depleted myself and I got this money. It's like, well, did I even break even? I think I lost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. You you can you can be rich and you know in wealth, but in mindset, you can not have anything at all. You can have mm-hmm. a poor person's mindset with all the money in the world, and and that goes to what you're talking about having abundance, living uh, with good vibrations. You know, living a life like that. And also, Cara, I just want to ask you last question here, just before we finish off, because I want to be respectful of your time. Um, it's been a great conversation so far. And I just want to ask, do you have any practical pieces of, of advice that we can use to optimize our lives? Yeah. So what I would say is make your number one priority to know and be you. Make that your absolute priority. Like there is nothing that is going to give you more of what you want or that is going to feel good to you than you being you. And we have all of these kind of things in this experience of like this very external focus. You need to do these things that other people tell you to do. You need to have these things that look a certain way to the external like world. And like, that's not where it's at. When you really understand who you are and you be you, like that's where everything you want is. And when you do that, not only do you benefit yourself, but you benefit the world because now you're really in the place where you're expressing your gifts, your talents, your creativity. You're in an energized yes. state where you can really go out and, you know, be you and help people and, you know, like all it, the it things you back. can do. Yeah. It, like it will come back to you as well, right? Like if you yeah. if you're and then you do something good, then like, I believe this, the world will come back and then good things will happen to you as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just think if, if we were living in a world where people made their priority, knowing them, which is the opposite of what we're taught, we are never taught. We're not taught this at all. Like, it's like, we, we go through the school system. We spend all this time learning all of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm highly educated. I am highly educated and I did not know or understand myself at almost at all. And I would have said that I did, but I didn't. And so, but when I did, when I really stepped into me and started to understand me, oh my goodness, like watch your world mm-hmm. transform. Yeah. And so I know people put, they want to put like, we, we have this thing, like, no, these are my priorities and I don't have time for this other stuff. Like I've got all this stuff to do. And I say, no, like, make it make a decision to make that your priority wow i love it cara thank you so much uh it's been a great conversation really really um obviously insightful but just really fun as well thank you so much for your time and um hopefully speak to you again soon yeah thank you so much for having me i really enjoyed it 
It's fine to celebrate success, but it is more important to heed the lessons of failure. Bill Gates